0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. With you paying it forward, too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on TriggyNet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi.
1: Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine Jirasi of Paying It Forward. I hope we have a wonderful, wonderful day Um, Today, I have an incredible guest who's very knowledgeable and who's going to be able to give us lots of information about how to run our business more smoothly. So um, I am just so thrilled about the fact that it's spring. I couldn't wait for the winter to be over. And now that the spring has come, I don't know about my listeners out there, but I have been doing some major spring cleaning, and it's such a cleansing feeling I, am, I feel like I'm clearing my mind so that I can be more creative, and it's amazing that just by getting your house organized, how it allows you to really open up your mind and become more creative. So um, with that, I would like to introduce you to Rebecca Buscemi, who is the owner of the Savvy Women's Business Solution. Um, The Savvy Women's Business Solution has brought online publicity to many mom entrepreneurs and women in business all over the United States and Canada. Rebecca's doing really well. She's um, been invited to speak on lots of different radio shows, um, social media, marketing summits, and teleseminars. So Rebecca, as you'll see today, she is just truly passionate and excited about what she does. She tries so hard to just make other people's Lives simple and help them bring their business to the next level. So, with that, I'd like to welcome Rebecca to paying it forward. Good morning, Rebecca. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I have the kids bribed downstairs with cereal not to talk to me for the next hour. (laughs) It's so funny and it's so difficult, Rebecca, when we're juggling so
1: many things. You know, the other morning I really think I was doing three things at the same time and I just said, oh, my gosh, what luxury it would be not to have to do you know, to think about something, to do a different thing, and to worry about getting the kids on the school bus and not missing the bus. It's
2: a lot. I know, I actually just learned how I'm actually finally... Getting things organized and straightened out in my life enough with my business and balancing the home and the family, I'm actually going to bed at a semi decent time now. And uh-huh. we all, I, and I know you and everyone else that knows me, jokes around that like I, I never sleep because I just have too much <laughs> going on, and I'm actually sleeping finally. <laughs> i you to great. get up early? Yeah, Rebecca, that's so funny because you know, as I was going through and preparing for the show
1: this morning, I started to laugh, and I said. I don't think Rebecca's sleep, so that was actually something I was going to bring up, but it's all about getting things done, you know. As I, I think, Rebecca, I was, in my introduction, I was explaining how the past two weeks, I don't know what got into me, but I just felt that I needed to get my house in order. And it's amazing how it cleared my mind that I'm, I was able to sit down yesterday and write an article in absolutely no time because... I felt like the creative waves opened up just because everything is in order. And I think once you try to get your personal life in order, it really opens up things so much for, um, for your business. And it really does. And it's great. I'm just um, on a mission, Rebecca, to get things organized. And maybe it was my guest recently. Um, I had a professional organizer
2: on a couple of weeks ago. Maybe she (laughs) jump-started (laughs) me. I know we just, um, you know, I... Just recently I had a gorgeous office downstairs that I totally love that has this big has this huge window that I can, you know, look outside, especially when we had all the snow this year. It was nice to be able to work in there and be all nice and warm and still the snow falling down. And um, but just recently, um, I have a four year old and a one year old and they are just spreading out across my house. They've taken yeah. over our den downstairs that was pr- primarily, like, an adult kind of playroom. <laughs> like, it had, right. our, you know, a right. big screen TV and everything, and <clears> this <throat> is where my husband, like, hangs out the most. And um, just one night, and I'm working, and I work downstairs, and I can hear the kids running on the hardwood floor above me, and, and I'm looking out the window, and I realized actually how distracting my office actually is. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, oh, what? And, I, and all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? This is going to be a playroom. And I'm like, I'm going to get all the kids' stuff, and it's all going to be in here, and I'm going to move my office up to my bedroom. And 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 at first I thought I was going to be really sad about it because I didn't want to lose a piece of my bedroom because that's kind of like another area. You know, it's like your private space. But sure. then I thought about it, and I was like, how much easier is this going to be? Because when the kids, um, they have a nanny that comes in two times a week. When she's bringing them from outside, they don't have to walk past. They walk, usually walk past my office, and now they won't walk past me anymore and, and interrupt me if I'm on a phone call or something like that because I'll be all the way upstairs. It'll be quieter. Um, you know, it's just, and it has been a blessing. I've only been out oh, wow. here for a week, and believe me, down, it's not even close to being finished, but all I have is a table. And My TV uh-huh. sitting on the floor, right? right. <laughs> well, but uh, we're already in the your office. business. That's all you really need, for that. Yeah, And, and I'm really, I to use my laptop these days anyway. So yeah, yeah and it's it's been so clearing to me to be able to have this space. And uh, yeah, it's definitely the same thing. And it's um it's been a we did a lot of spring cleaning this weekend. It took a lot of stuff apart. Took a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to get hauled away. And yeah, it definitely has been clearing to me also. So I feel it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's so funny. So, Rebecca, tell me, how did you get started? What made you decide that you wanted to start your own business?
2: Well, um, it came out of pure boredom. I, was, um, I worked full-time my entire life. I never, in a million years, I, when I knew I was, was going to have family. And um, when I got pregnant with my son, um, I always envisioned that, I would work part-time because I do enjoy working. I like, you know, doing something with my mind. And um, so I decided to go part-time, and I was working in a pediatric rehab hospital at that time as a, a therapy center specialist. I was helping run a, um, a therapeutic rec and child life department, and I loved my job, absolutely loved it, loved the kids. Um, and then I got put on a modified bed rest, and I was gone for a long time. I was going all the way from October to March and when I came back, it was very hard to be, for me to be around kids that um, reminded me of what would happen to my son if he got hurt or injured in an accident, and um, it became very draining on me. I just was too, it was too, too close to comfort. So I decided to, to, um, to stop working and be a work, and to be a stay-at-home mom, and that lasted for a good year. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going out to lunch with my friends whenever I wanted to and dropping everything and just, you know, whatever, and my house was really clean because I was a stay-at-home mom. Right. And then I got pregnant with my daughter, and at 25 weeks I went into preterm labor. And it literally, oh, wow. any time I moved, I had to go to the hospital to get for my labor to stop. It was it was pretty. It was a rough time, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people. Bed rest is a very strange thing. People don't necessarily always understand how how bad it can be and how hard it is on you. And um, at that time, I just got really bored, and everything was magnified in my mind, especially me not working anymore. So I started a master's degree program and I decided to look around and see what else I could do um, to bring some extra money in. And I discovered virtual assistance, which is basically online administrative assistance that you can do virtually from your home or for, from an, a, you know, another office, but not necessarily in-house. And it's, it's created to save um, business owners money because they don't have to play, pay empo- employment taxes and all that other stuff and Social Security and stuff like that because you're a subcontractor. So um, I started that when I was pregnant with my daughter, and I had her, and it just grew, and um, it evolved. And it, at first, it was create a virtual office, and then it evolved to the Savvy Women's Business Solution because I realized that I love working with other mom entrepreneurs, and uh, other women in business they are my favorite clients to have. And now I do a lot of social media strategies, and I'm doing professional speaking and um doing it all from home, which is fantastic. And I don't think I'm ever going to work out of the house again.
1: (laughs) Well, Well, that's great, Rebecca. I love the idea that you are able to be there for your kids and you're able to, you know, run this successful business out of your home. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's wonderful. So, Rebecca, for my listeners out there, because the past couple of weeks, I have toyed with the idea of a virtual assistant, and Mm -hmm. I brought it up in some conversations here and there. But can you tell us a little more about, like, exactly what do you do? Can you pick a specific client? You don't have to tell us who it is, but just give us an idea of, like, exactly what you can do to help somebody bring their business to the next level.
2: Well, um, for instance, I have a, <clears throat> a client who's a professional speaker. She's a professional storyteller, and she's also an, also an author. So she travels a lot. So a lot of times she'll get these emails that will pop up on her BlackBerry that will say, you know, I need your travel arrangements for this coming week. It's so much easier for her to call me and say, hey, when you get a chance, I need you to go through my email and email so-and-so my orbit's travel plans. Um, so that's one thing, um, a lot of times for a lot of my, for this particular client, I have all of her books on hand. So anytime someone orders anything through um, Amazon, I actually ship them out for her and take care of that for her. Um, any of her correspondence um, that she gets, I kind of, um, you know, I just take care of all of it for her. I do all of her booking requests. If anything comes through her website for a booking request, I have access to a calendar. I make sure she's free. I double-check with her to make sure she just hasn't forgotten something in her calendar. Um, all that type of thing. Now, for her, I'm actually kind of even a little more of a personal assistant, not just a virtual assistant, because I do, like, once in a while, she'll say, hey, can you, you know, search my city for a really good Italian restaurant? So I'll do some searching for her, and I'll find and send some recommendations over for her. Um, and then for some of my other clients, I have a lot of service-based clients, a lot of coaches and things like that. Um, I run all their background work for their, like, if they do teleseminars and webinars, I'll do all their background work. I'll create their teleseminars for them. Get it uploaded. Get the date ready. Maybe send a blast out to their email list. Um, put it, post it everywhere I can. Facebook, Twitter. I'll set up like a Twitter campaign, and maybe two times or one time a day, there'll be a provoke, like a thought-provoking question that I'll send out there, so that it'll make people want to show up to that teleseminar to get that answer. Oh, that that's, sounds great! And yeah, I love the so little bit of everything. That's what I love. Yeah. I, I don't have to work with one type of person. I have all these. I have product based clients now. I've service based. I mean, that's what I love. The variety of my job is fantastic. And the things that I learn from my clients. I mean, talk about the whole paying it forward um, theory. When I this past um, December. Well, Rebecca, you know what? We'll get back on, to hear that. The music. Very cool. <laughs> I'm going to take a quick break then.
0: Right back with more paying it forward with josephine jirassi right after these on toginet.com critical thinking in the real world what does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us critical thinking in the real world with Janet hens wednesdays at 1 p.m central on toginet Mind Matters is the show that dares to ask what's on your mind. Take this opportunity to join Dr. Larry Ross, clinical psychologist, and Joan Duhain, licensed clinical social worker, as they combined have over 50 years of experience in dealing with your mind. Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, only on Toginet Radio. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Bang It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com.
1: Okay, so we're back with Rebecca Buscemi, who is the owner of Savvy Women's Business Solutions. So Rebecca and I were just talking about um, hiring virtual assistants and how they can really help your business go to the next level. So, Rebecca, um, I was just, um, the other night I was actually cleaning up my office, putting, you know, filing. And I decided that um, I just kind of went online and I was listening to a podcast. And it was really kind of cool. It was all about how to outsource a virtual assistant. And the Mm -hmm. funniest thing is, I think it's not such an easy thing to do. I think as a business owner, one of the toughest things to do is to let go of the control and to really figure out what is it that you enjoy doing and what is it that you really would like to outsource and you feel that you can trust somebody to take it over. So, I mean, that's what I think the toughest part is, figuring it out. is out exactly what is it that you want this virtual assistant to do. And as far as being the virtual assistant, I'm sure it could be confusing on the other hand if you have somebody that doesn't know precisely
2: exactly
1: what they want you to do. Yes, yes.
2: Well, and that's one of the things that I realized that for a lot of my clients, a lot of times I'll get people that will contact me and they're just starting their business and they think that they need a virtual assistant. The hard thing is when you're just starting your business, you haven't even gotten your own um, flow down yet. You're not even really okay. sure how your business days go, what you need help with, that type of thing. So the one thing that I've actually totally truly identified is that I like working with clients that have established businesses. So they've been in a business for like a year or so, and they're ready to take their business to the next level, or they're totally getting flooded with emails. The one thing that I think is a huge key to knowing when you need a virtual assistant is when you cannot get your email box past like 200. Every morning you wake up and you have 40 more emails and it's just going up and up and up and that's just from the nighttime. Right. It's about time you might need to start looking at outsourcing some of those things. Um, and to be honest with you, I just um, hired a, a someone to outsource work to and I haven't even been able to email her the stuff. That I need her to help me with yet for two reasons. Number one, I'm having myself a very hard time letting go of my (laughs) own business.
1: Uh, It's hard.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and number two, I can't find the time to do it. (laughs) I know. So, I mean, and it, it is, it's very hard, but even I'm at the point where I could hire two different people. I could hire my own virtual assistant right now, or, um, and also I need to outsource some things that even I know that I don't enjoy doing, but it may come as a piece of a client that I love, and I love doing all these other things for her or him, but this one particular task is not my favorite thing to do. So just being able to send that off to someone else and say, can you have this done by tomorrow morning, that's a huge relief for me. So, yeah, it is. It's very hard being able to let go. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit of a control freak with my own business. Um, it's taken some business coaching for me to realize that it's time to let go. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so, Rebecca, in preparation for, you know, our interview this morning, our show, I actually went online and I came across elance.com, and mm-hmm. they had an incredible article that said 25 projects you can outsource to a virtual assistant. hmm and I thought it was really great just to kind of help those entrepreneurs out there that perhaps didn't think that they could hand over their database to somebody and have somebody actually help them do things that just take so much time. Yep. And um, one thing that the article had said that I thought was great, well, they broke it down, but one area that a virtual assistant would be a great help with is research. And um, they broke it down into five things. They can do sales leads, which I think is so important. And in that podcast that I was listening to, it said, you know, you don't have to just hire a virtual assistant to do your office administration. A lot of times, you can actually use them to help generate income. And I thought that was fascinating. I said, wow, how important is that? Because as a business owner, I can't do it all myself. And if I go out there and start to do all of my sales calls, a lot of times it's really hard to do the Mm follow-up. But as the business owner and as the inventor, a lot of times people do want to talk to me, but it doesn't mean that I have to have all five conversations with them. Yes. So I think that um, I loved that piece of advice I thought that was great and I'd like to pay it forward with that that you can hire a virtual assistant to help you increase your income
2: yes one huge piece that I'm really starting to trying to do for all my clients is um, looking for shows like this shows that will give them a chance for people to hear your voice there's something about hearing someone's voice That Uh just makes it so much more real to them as to who this person is. And that's one huge piece that you can have your virtual assistant do is search blog talk radio, search talking, search all these different places where, you know, they can get, they can market their business. And, um, And get on these radio shows or even um, the different media outlets that come out um, on PitchRate and Harrow and all those different places. Mm -hmm. Um, Searching those and looking for media opportunities for your client, create a really simple press kit for them with just a headshot and some of the things that they've accomplished. Some really simple things, it's automated, it's already done, all they have to do is send it over to the the host of the show and get them a free spot on their show, and get some publicity for them. Let let your audience hear your voice. That's a huge piece that a virtual assistant can do for you. That is very time consuming if you don't know where to look. And a lot of times, virtual assistants know where to work, where, know where to look.
1: I love that because you know what, Rebecca, you're doing it for so many of your clients. To just add it, add on one more client. It's easy for you because you're already there.
2: Exactly. Like a lot of times my clients will say, you know, I really need, I'm like, well, I already do that. I do it every day. I do it every day as soon as these emails come through. And when I see something that's relevant to you, you know, I'll shoot it over to you and you let me know if it's okay. And then we'll go from there. So, yeah, and that's another thing. A lot of times you're doing the same thing for a lot of your clients. So it's just totally streamlined. All you have to do is know who to send to what and all the other good stuff. But, yeah, it's just a really great way to get your clients out there and people hearing their voice. The website's okay, so, not enough. It really isn't. Um, if you didn't have a website with a video, I swear that's even better. But still just hearing someone have a conversation just brings them the life. Oh
1: that's great. So tell me more about PR. So I think that's a good area that we can discuss. So what is it exactly that you do for PR? So you you help your clients come up with um, an online media kit is that yes an online
2: press kit. It's really pretty simple. Basically, just includes a, a headshot, um, a bio, a bio. Um, maybe if they sell products, the bio, um, uh, the story behind the product. Anything, any shows that they've been on, where people links that people can use to hear um, shows that they've been on or. Articles that they've written, if you're an e expert and e you know, uses your um, articles from time to time and they have, cl- have decided that you're one of their experts, that's a great place to um, add additional links onto, onto a document. And basically, I just turn it into a PDF and it's saved on the computer and as things happen, I just update it. Um, and then when I find an opportunity that looks like it would be a perfect fit for a client, I send it out and it's done it's already the only I attach it to a, an email and I always try to make my emails personalized to the person not just dear to whom it may concern I make it really personalized because you want it to jump out to that person because they're probably getting tons and tons of these media on um, these online press kits and things like that. So you really want to take your time and make sure that even if it's just one sentence like, you know, I really love your show, Paying Afford, it, it really um, rings true to my heart, something like that so people know that you aren't just writing this. It is something that you, you have taken your time to research. You do think your client is a good fit for their show, not just you trying to get your client some online quick publicity.
1: Oh, I agree with you so much, Rebecca. I get such positive response anybody I mean even those that I interview I can't tell you how many thank-you notes I get just from people who really appreciate the fact that you've done your research and you've gone back and you've checked into the background you see who they are and what they're all about and like you said you personalize it and it really does help you get to where you want to be Yep, it really
2: does
1: the big so help in you. that yep So now let's talk a little bit about sales. So we got the PR covered. What about sales leads, Rebecca? Is that something that we can give a virtual assistant maybe a list of, let's say, 20, if you have a product and you want to get into 20 retail stores, that you could just give them the name of the retail
2: store, and then is that something that a virtual assistant does? Oh, definitely, definitely. And there's some, you know, a lot of virtual assistants, they – They love doing things like that. They love, that's a nice thing about a virtual assistant. I just had someone call me about two weeks ago and she was recommended by somebody else and she said that, you know, she didn't want to just go with someone that on a base on a recommendation right away because she wanted to shop around. And I said, you know what, that, I really appreciate that because you do need to shop around because when you are interviewing a virtual assistant you shouldn't just go number one with just one recommendation off somebody I love recommendations I've gotten the majority of my clients by word of mouth but I'm not I'm not a good fit for everybody um, I'm do not like doing even – cold and warm calling is not my favorite thing. I will do it. But this is another thing, though, I've can learn. i learned that I'm able to outsource to this also because I have those girls on my team that just loves it and thrives on it. And I'm like, well, good, you can do it. Here's the, here's the information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, yes, that's definitely something that a virtual assistant can do for you is that they can do – and, gosh, what a huge time saver for you that you don't have to do that. Basically, you provide them with a, some sort of script, what you want them to say. Right. Um, gift guides for, like, you know, that starts coming out, gosh, that'll be two months. The gift guides are going to be coming out for Christmas. Ugh, I mean, I can't even believe it, that that's going to be coming out. So that's going to be, that's another area that you can have um, a virtual assistant research, all those gift guides that come out in July and August for um, gifts for Christmas that they put in magazines. That's huge for product-based businesses to get their um, product in those gift guides. And I'm sure you know, there's always huge discussions with the group that we run with about the gift guides come June and July. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, that sounds great.
1: And, um, yeah, the Mom Entrepreneur Group, I have to tell you, (laughs) Rebecca, we get so much information from there. It's amazing, isn't it? It is. Um, I love that group. But, um, you know, I also was thinking about something as far as virtual assistants go, and it has to do with cost reduction. Yeah. So we're just coming up to a break real shortly. Here we go. And when we get back, I would love to talk about how a virtual assistant can actually help cut your cost in your business. Sure. We'll be back shortly. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you.
0: be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi, right after these on toginet.com. Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central on the Her Insight Network. This is not your typical show about adopting children. This is a shared experience from Mary Beth's heart. Mary Beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption including adoptive parents, birth parents, adoptees, foster care, and infertility. So, How did your journey to motherhood begin? Or are you still on the path? We want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts. You see, Mary Beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from Guatemala. And that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage. For more on Mary Beth and her dolls, go to PreciousBabyDolls.com. Then join us for adoption, Journey to Motherhood, with Mary Beth Wells Monday mornings at 9 8 a.m. Central on the Her Insight Network Remember the heart knows no boundaries Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girosi on toginet.com. Welcome back,
1: everyone. It's Josephine. I have Rebecca Buscemi, um, who's a virtual assistant, and we were just talking about all the different things that you could outsource For your business to help make you more successful so Rebecca I love the idea of cost reduction and I love the fact that you could outsource to a virtual assistant the let's see. how do I um, what do I want to say here the fact that if you have to make a decision let's just say about anything I mean all day long as business owners we're making decisions but just the idea that you can do comparative shopping, I love the fact that I could turn to somebody like yourself and say, Rebecca, I, my printer just went out. Can you do me a favor and please do some research and tell me what the best printer and the most cost-effective printer I can buy? Yep. And I hand it right over to you, and you can take that, and you can actually do that with every single aspect of your business, every penny you spend on your business, you know, as we just don't have that much time in the day. And think,
2: think about when, I mean, I think about all the time when I used to work um, full time out of the house. Uh-huh. And all the things, I mean, you know, you work eight hours. Did you really spend a total of eight hours working? And this was back, I mean, this was even before, I think MySpace was really the only thing that was on. Brandon, we were all locked out, of all that stuff at the hospital. But think of mm-hmm. all the, the time that. You probably, in some, when, some sort of shape, form, may have wasted. The great uh-huh. thing about a, a virtual assistant is that they only work for the hours that they are working. Like, I have a timer on, it's a timer-based program on my computer. When I start doing something for a client, I start the timer. When i am done that project, it stops. Okay. There's no, you know, there's no lag time, nothing like that. It's not, you know, I'm going to work four hours for this client for this specific time. I only work when I am doing work, and that is it. And oh, right great. there, that's a huge, huge plus. Um, also, there's no, there isn't any over you pay me, you only pay me for the work I do. You don't pay me for Social Security. I don't have, you know, vacation time. I don't, sick time, any of that. Because if I don't work, I don't get paid. So um, it's a huge time, I mean, a huge money saver for um, businesses, especially small businesses, especially, you know, people that are entrepreneurs and working maybe out of their house. And, you know, especially when they're just, you know, they're looking for ways to grow their business, but they have to save money at the same time. They can't hire maybe somebody to work in their office the whole time, you know, for four hours a day. And maybe they don't even have room to do that. That's another thing. I work out of my house. I don't go to anyone else's house. If I have yeah. to have a meeting, I go to Starbucks or <laughs> something like yeah. that if, if, I, if I have a local client. So um, that also saves you money. You don't have to have someone in, in your office with you.
1: Yeah, I love that idea. I mean, it <clears throat> just makes sense. But it's also the fact that, you know, Rebecca, for myself, I really want to get into writing. I just I love to write, and I would love to writing for some parent magazines. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the same time, I am the inventor of Glovies and I really have to get my Glovies on the shelves of the retail stores. And there's a lot of work that's involved in bringing a brand new product to the market, as you can imagine. And the thing is, if I can, and then of course, I've got all of my marketing, my sales and my financials. There's a lot on My plate, And what I've decided to do is really outsource certain things to people who are better than me, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the perfect example is, you know, all of my accounting and my financials. I have my accountant, Marie, who is incredible. I just hand everything over to her, and I know it's getting done. It's all on time. I never have to worry about being late for a bill or anything. She handles the whole thing. Yep. So I'm really thrilled about that. Now, as far as a virtual assistant goes, in the back of my mind I'm saying to myself, wow, I spent thousands and thousands of dollars on business insurance. Am am I with do I have the best policy out there? What am I what is that policy covering? Is there any way I can reduce what I'm paying for that policy but still have a similar coverage? And that's something that I think would really help as far as cost reduction, Mm -hmm. you know, outsourcing that to a virtual assistant. I'm just trying to think, you know, the buying office equipment, I think that's another way that virtual assistants can help cut back. Can you think of any other way? And also,
2: another thing is maybe there's a a really piece of expensive office equipment that you need for your, that you may need from time to time with your business, but it's not something that you use often, but maybe Uh your virtual assistant has that piece of equipment You don't have to, if it's some a tour or a job that you're outsourcing out to them, you don't have to buy that piece of equipment because they already have it at their office. Oh, I love that idea, Rebecca. I mean, that's huge right there. Oh, that's so
1: smart. So, in other words, maybe not everyone needs the Hewlett-Packard really expensive, you know, color printer. No, nope, not you if know, it's going to
2: be not if it's a piece of equipment that you that's going to be doing a job that you are ultimately going to be re- um, outsourcing out to somebody. No, nope, not at all. Let someone else. Let the virtual assistant who probably is already using it for other people. Let them use their equipment. There, that's what they're there for. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. So I like that idea, and even
1: the fact, Rebecca, of um, going to the post office. That could be a time-consuming project, but if you're doing it for five different clients and at the end of the day you take everything and you go to the post office, it's easier to outsource that, like you said, your client that, you know, you you mail her books. I, I think that that's great. I live in the boondocks, so it really does take me 20 minutes to get to the post office and 20 minutes to get back, and that's not including the time in the post office. So it's an hour just to mail a sample to somebody. Yeah, so. exactly.
2: And for me, and one of the things that I do is a lot of times if I have like books to take to the post office or things like that, when my nanny comes on Mondays and Fridays, I give them to her and she runs them on, the way, on her way home. And that's done. And I don't, and it's one thing that, and it's also, that's a huge help for me because I didn't have to leave my house to do it. She's already on her way. And all these little teeny tiny things like that, or if I need a printer cartridge or things like that, I have my nanny run out and get it for me if, if she's, you know, if the kids are down for a nap and things like oh. that. So, yeah, it's, it's all, I mean, that's the nice thing about being able to trust people to take care of things for you and finding the right fit. Um, it definitely, like I said, you really have to shop around. Don't always, you know, go with the very first person because even the nicest person in the world doesn't, isn't necessarily a great fit for you. Um right. So that's one thing that I I really enjoy is that I have people in my life that I totally trust. I totally trust. And it's now I know that I trust them it's finding it in myself to be able to let go of some pieces of my business because this is my baby. It's I've had it since July of two thousand eight when I had my other baby. So it's oh, the same wow. age it's one month older than my daughter. <laughs> so, oh that's so funny. Yeah. So and it's it's all about trust and being able to let go. And also communication. That's the biggest piece with having a virtual assistant. And I've even I've even said to my clients now when I had clients come on board that I really would like to talk to them at least two times a month, if not once a month. Just to keep the communication flowing, because emails aren't always the same, aren't always the best way to communicate because emails get lost. I've had a huge you know when I overhauled my old website to my new website, I had so many missed emails and things not coming through that it got kind of yucky there for a while and but that and that was what was that's where I came come from now when I say, you know can we have like two times a month have like a phone chat even in fifteen minutes just to catch up and make sure everything's okay?" So, yeah, it's just finding that right fit, but there is a virtual assistant out there for everybody.
1: Yeah, I think that's wonderful. So, Rebecca, as you were talking, you know, something came into my mind as far as cost reduction goes also. What about um, eBay or Craigslist? Is that something that a virtual assistant can do? Like, let's say you have... um, I don't know. What about that printer we were talking about before? What if we did get a brand-new printer, but our old printer was still something that maybe somebody else could use? I yep. love the fact if that's something that a virtual assistant can do, they can just, you know, put it on Craigslist or put it on eBay. And it's just more ways, another way.
2: Oh, you can have a total store. You can have your virtual assistant if your whole, you know, if your business is run on selling stuff on eBay, they totally manage all of that for you,
1: all of it. Yeah, I think that's great. And even another cost reduction is that the travel arrangements that you were talking about before. For yeah. somebody to do comparative shopping for your business trips. I'm sure that's another way. So in my mind, it's almost as if if you use your virtual assistant correctly, you it's almost like I don't know in my mind I look at it like it's free because with the amount of money that you could actually save
2: mm-hmm. you're
1: paying that to the virtual
2: assistant and you probably come out ahead of the game if you manage it correctly. Yep. And there's I mean and there's so many other little different pieces that I do um, and this kind of goes even a little bit to the paying it forward thing. These are things, there's little things that I do for my clients that no one's asked me to do. I just do anyway. For instance, like monitoring their brand, monitoring their name. I set Google Alerts up for my clients for their name and for their businesses, for their blogs, anything that's related to them. That time, when things come up that may not be flattering or it looks like someone may have pirated their stuff, I alert them immediately because I oh, care great. about my clients, and I don't want them to look like, you know, so if something goes wrong, I want to be the first one to let them know so that we can take care of it right away. Um, things like that. Also good news, one of my clients, was, um, I think was last summer, she was named one of the Forbes top 30 women to follow on Twitter, and I was the first person that got notification because it came out in a Google alert, and I was thrilled to be able to place that phone call to her on vacation and say, I know you're on vacation, but you're never going <laughs> to believe what just happened. So and she that's would never our dear never Yeah, that's our dear friend, Lara Galloway. Yes, yes, Lara Galloway. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. So, but, yeah, so I think that's one thing. It's almost like I'm pretty much friends with all of, my, all of my clients, and that's what I love. And like I said, when it goes to the paying it forward, I think that's one way that I pay it forward is that I don't get paid for that. I guess I could, but every time a Googler comes on for me to start a timer and then stop it when I'm done reading it, that'd kind of be silly. So this is one way that I like taking care of my clients and making sure that everything's, you know, kosher with them online and that everything's, they're getting good word out there and, and people are, ta- you know, that they're not being taken advantage of or taken for granted or things are being stolen from them online because that, unfortunately it happens. So but thank goodness for Google Alerts. And you can set those up and you can monitor your, you, yourself, your brand, and all that other good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's so easy to set up those Google Alerts, but yes. it's so important. It really mm-hmm. is.
2: But you know what, Rebecca, when I think
1: of you, I think of all the busy, you know, business owners out there, especially those that are home with children and trying to juggle so many things all at the same time. And when I was thinking about having you as a guest on my show, I felt that the biggest way that you pay it forward to your clients is that you give us something very rare That we don't get quite often and that has to do with peace of mind Mm
2: -hmm.
1: to know that you are able to hand something over to a talented you know organized person and know that it's going to be done in the right way as efficiently as possible provides us you know mom entrepreneurs truly peace of mind and I think that's a wonderful way Mm -hmm. that you pay it forward But we'll be back with our last segment in just a moment. Thanks,
2: Rebecca.
0: Thank you. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi right after these on toginet.com. Being frugal doesn't mean being cheap, and the frugalitarian is here to show you how. Jody Olson is the Frugalitarian. On Toginet, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesdays.
2: This is the art of great living. It's just a matter of time before people start asking you to tell them your secrets to better style,
0: bargains on food, home decor, and clothing. Your wants don't have to change, just how you acquire what you want. On the Frugalitarian, it's an uncommon mix of style, fashion savvy, and earth-friendly, showing you great taste, great style, and great ideas for finding everything you want for nearly nothing
2: i'm speaking from experience i live on a beautiful farm where i take care of sheep and do a few light farm chores for extremely low rent
0: for more clever ideas on how to waste not and totally want not go to thefrugalitarian.com join us every week for more information on how you can live better for less with jody olson it's the frugalitarian wednesdays at 3 p.m central on Toginet.com. green halloween to tips tricks ideas and projects for every holiday you'll love celebrate green You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information. The newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon central time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on togynet.com.
1: Welcome back to the last segment of Paying It Forward with Rebecca Buscemi. So, Rebecca, as a virtual assistant, I know I had said in the beginning of the show that um, virtual assistants, we can outsource lots of things, not just administrative stuff, but, you know, administrative um, things with your business are super important and, as we all know, super time-consuming. Yes. So I thought maybe we would just touch on, you know, a few things that you might be able to help your clients with. And the first is voice management. Like, how do you do that?
2: Well, for a lot of my clients, if they're going to be out of town, what they'll do is they'll just post on their vacation away um, email that I'm the person to contact if they have any problems or questions, which is one way that you can, you know, take care of that if you're away. You don't have to worry about being, you know, things being missed and and things like that. Another thing is, and this is the beauty about being a virtual assistant, because we work totally virtually. We know pretty much any any questions you have about how can I do this virtually or how can I do this online, we have the answer for because we research it, we use it ourselves. My business phone is a virtual phone line. It's not a real one. It's kind of ran through my, but it rings to, first what it does is it rings to my house. If I don't answer it, then it goes to my cell phone. If, for instance, I'm at my mom's house, my my mom just had knee surgery a few weeks ago, so I was at my mom's house helping her for a little bit. So then I had it set up that it would ring to my house, ring to my cell phone, and then ring to my parents' house. And then I just turned it off when I got home. So that's one great thing that clients can do if they're looking for a way to not always have the phone calls coming to them. They can purchase one of these phone lines, which is not expensive at all and that'll go to their virtual assistant. It's just a forwarded call that if they don't feel like getting the calls or going to lunch, they can turn it on so it rings to their to their virtual assistant. Now so where that,
1: could the listeners purchase a line like that? What is it called, Rebecca? What is it
2: called um, I use Grasshopper. There's oh, also yeah, Ring for, Central. There's okay. a bunch of different ones. Yep. Okay, that sounds great. So they're www.grasshopper.com. Yep, and www.ringcentral.com And also that's how I thats how I fax stuff. I do all mine virtually because um, my printer went up and it was all those all-in-one things. It didn't want to scan anymore. Um, okay. It didn't want to fax anymore, but it's still scanned and printed. So I was like, well, what am I going to do? And then I looked and I, I realized that um, Grasshopper also does virtual faxing. So all I had to do is scan my documents and email them right and it's I mean it's there's so many things that can be done virtual these days so that's another great thing about virtual is we're like um, problem solvers <laughs> we can, yeah we I love have a that. lot of solutions for people too which is great because we we do a lot of researching and you know we'll try to find something that's a fit for you and for us yeah and what's great is what
1: works for one client works for another so what you're learning from one client you can you know pay that knowledge forward to the next client which is Mm -hmm. great you know so then you have the email management which I love I think that's great because a lot of times Rebecca I get so many emails it is so time consuming and then all of a sudden I'm an hour I've just spent an hour just going through my emails and I feel like wow where did that hour just go and that is truly time consuming. So that, and that would be was crazy. one of my
2: reasons also that I moved my office up to my bedroom because I was like, you know what? It's going to be so much easier for me just literally to get out of bed and check my emails right away. Now what I do right now is I, I have an eye touch and I just, I always sleep with it under my pillow and I pull it out and I, you know, check my emails on there first, get rid of everything that's not pertinent. Um, but now I'm just going to, now I'm just able to get up and look at my emails. But I'm the same way. I mean, I'm looking right now at my email. I have 367 emails, and I'm like, huh. how am I yeah. going to get through all of them? It could be <laughs> overwhelming.
1: And, you know, another thing I was thinking about, Rebecca, is um, thank you cards and follow-ups. Yes. I mean, it's so hard to do follow-up. I know I had a conversation last week and I had spoken to somebody, and um, I was talking about, you know, I had to send her some follow-up information, and I was just thinking, gosh, how easy would that be if I had it set up with a virtual assistant that I could just shoot them an email and say, okay, could you please send that marketing kit to so-and-so, give the address, and then it's off my
2: plate. Yes, very much so. Um, and that's another thing that we can do virtually for you is, I mean, there's so many different Programs out there on websites that you can send cards virtually, like send out cards. I love send out cards, love them. Yeah, I and I have that through Tracy Piston. Yeah, She's me too. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, go so ahead. I'm horrible with cards, horrible with them. But since I have send out cards, like when someone's sick, I can just hop on my computer, which I'm already on probably, and quickly send them a you know I'm thinking about you card, and it's. Huge time, huge time saver for me because I don't have to run in the mailbox. I don't have to pull out my cards and you know fill one out that type of thing. Um, so, and this is something that you can outsource for your clients. Um, a virtual assistant can do for your clients. I mean, this is something very simple that they're used to doing. All, all you'd have to do is maybe send them over an Excel spreadsheet with your contacts and upload it. Um, they'll upload it for you, and they have all your contacts right there. Anytime you get business cards. You can scan them, send them over, and they can enter them right into your sent out card database or whatever other program that you use.
1: Oh, that's such a great idea, Rebecca, I didn't think of that. So that's a great idea, so you go to a trade show, you end up coming home with a hundred business cards sometimes, and you just line them up, scan them in, and send them to your virtual assistant, and next thing you know, you end up with a database.
2: Yeah, and, and, and after ask.com. that, I mean, because if they basically give you your email, if they give you your business card, they're basically giving you permission to contact them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and it's the nicest thing. And how nice is it that after you talk to someone that you get a card from the next few days just saying it was really nice talking to you, that would stick out in my mind than a business card any day. Oh,
1: sure. I think that's great. Yep. That's really good. So, um... All right, so we'll switch gears just a little here because I really want to touch base on social networking because, Rebecca, I feel like that is really your expertise. And I do think that social networking does help businesses get them to the next level so often. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do as far as social networking goes and, you know, do you do blog posts for your clients, Rebecca?
2: Um, some of my clients, I do do some blog posting for them. a lot of times I have to I have to be working with them for a while. I have to learn their voice and how they talk and um, how they speak to their to their audience. but I do um, sometimes, work on blog posts. A lot of times maybe I'll just get the meat of something and they'll um, finish writing it, um, fluff it up a little bit, make it more of their own. Um, But a lot of times what I'll do is most of my clients, they're writers themselves, so they'll bust out, you know, five or six of them, and then I'll proofread them. I'll get them to the point where they're ready to post, and then maybe I'm the one that does all the posting for them. So once I get, you know, six articles on, on a Word document, I'm the one that delegates it out, sends it out, and things like that. Um, So that's one thing that I do when it comes to blog posting.
1: Oh, that's great. I love that idea because, you know what, the time that it takes Mm -hmm. to make the article perfect and the time it takes to get the articles out, even like press releases, Rebecca, it would be great just to be able to say, okay, this is my idea, write 99% of it and shoot it off to somebody, and then once again, it's off your desk and it actually gets done as opposed to saying, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I, I promise myself I'll get it out tomorrow. I promise, you know, I, I think it works out.
2: Yep, very much,
1: very much. So, That's blog posting. And what about, like, Twitter? What
2: are, your, what are your feelings about Twitter? I love Twitter. I love Twitter. I love Twitter and I love Facebook. I'll go to Twitter first since you brought it up first, because these are free ways that you can market your business. And it doesn't have to be marketing. It can just be offering advice for people. Like, for instance, I, um, I have searches set up on TweetDeck, which is an application that you actually load onto your computer. It's not, a web, it's not web-based. It's actually an application on your computer that you have to install. Um, and I set up searches for people that may say something like, uh, need help on Facebook or Facebook question or Twitter help different things like that. So when something comes through that someone asks for help for something, I can be right there to answer their question for them. Almost kind of like a on-call specialist of some sort right. that I I can help people. It lets them know that, you know, this is something that I do. This is something that I, I do well and that I enjoy doing. And it's number one, I just marketed my business because I answered a question for you that you didn't already know. So you know that I know how to do things on Twitter or answer questions on Twitter or on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Number two, I help that person out. So they're going to be very appreciative of it. So maybe now I have a new friend or a follower on Twitter that the next time I'm on a radio show or something like that and I tweet something out, they're going to retweet that for me because they want to return the favor. So that's one thing I love about Twitter. A lot of it's returning favors and um, paying it forward on the entire stuff. Um, I love Bob Berg on Facebook on Twitter, he wrote, the, he co-authored The Go-Giver, and The Go-Giver Sells More, and he's all about Twitter, paying it forward, and things like that, and he's like a huge supporter of of the of that same mentality of, you know, helping other people out, and uh, Twitter's a great way to do it, a great way.
1: Oh, yeah, and it only takes a matter of seconds, you know, or minutes to stay on Twitter, and uh, it's so important to let people know that, you know, you're there.
2: Yep. Very much, yes. And uh, and with Facebook, um, kind of the same thing. The one thing that I like about Facebook that's a little bit different than Twitter is that you can get more information on Facebook. Um, you know, with Twitter, you're only limited to 140 characters, and for me, that's, that's hard to do sometimes, especially if you want people to retweet stuff for you. You have to even leave more space um, for your characters, for people to be able to retweet. So same thing with Facebook. I am more than happy if someone, if I see one of my friends saying, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know what to do this morning. I, you know, I have these two things that I'm going, that, you know, are on my mind and I'm not sure which way to go. I have no problem saying, hey, you want to give me a call and we can chat about it? Different things like that. It doesn't always have to be business-related, too. It can be just being a friend. Yeah, I think
1: that that's so so right, Rebecca. And, you know, another time saver for a virtual assistant um, as far as social media would be, is a lot of times it's time-consuming to even set up all of your profiles. Yes. And if you have an established relationship with your virtual assistant, it's easy for them to go in and they can do LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, all of those accounts. What other accounts, you know... LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook Twitter,
2: um, yeah, for for local businesses, Yelp. Yelp's huge right now. It's all about you know marketing your business online. Even Google, making making sure that your um, your business is added on Google, so that you're a, a business on Google. Lots oh, that's things. great.
1: Well, yeah. Rebecca, I have to thank you so much. Virtual the, virtual assistant. You know the job of a virtual assistant. I think is very challenging and probably very rewarding at the same time. And I feel that you have paid, paid it forward to my listeners today with all of your knowledge. Thank so you I too. want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, Rebecca. And I hope you have a great, productive week. Thanks, thank Rebecca. you, Rebecca. Have a great day. Okay, thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: For being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginat.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons